I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Dally M Medal Awards Night is on tonight. I believe it's around a 7.30 kickoff local Rugby League time, so do your own research there. You can watch it on KO. That's where I will be getting stuck into it. And I thought I would just go through my predictions for tonight for you guys. But before that... I thought I'd just quickly go through Random Stats Guy, good friend of the podcast. I thought I'd go through some of the stats that he put up and some of the other things to touch on with the Dalian medal. So uh, a lot of these stats are relatable to uh, guys that are in contention of winning the medal tonight. So the first one is Ben Hunt, who's one of the favorites. Only three players in the NRL era have won the Dalian from a bottom eight team. Barrett, Trent Barrett, he won in 2000. Danny Badiris in 2004 and Jared Hayden in 2014. So if Ben Hunt was to win the medal, which I think he'll be right up there in the top two. He would only be the fourth player ever to win it from a bottom eight team. Pretty impressive stuff there from Benny Hunt. Another one that will be right up there is Isaiah Yo. You will remember at the start of the season, he absolutely flew. I think he got man of the match in the first four or five games. He was incredible whilst Nathan Cleary was out at the start of the season. So he will be up there. I don't know if he wins it, but he will be up there. you got to remember as well, Nathan Cleary missed the last five games of the season too. So plenty of opportunities for Isaiah Yo to collect some points there. Just depends how many Dylan Edwards, Jerome Luai, Abby Curacao, the rest of the stars took off him. But he's obviously a lock forward. There haven't been too many lock forwards that have won the Dalian medal in the past. There's only been two, actually. The two locks that have won the Dalian medal, Jason Taumalolo in 2016 and Ray Price all the way back in 1982. So it would be quite an achievement for Isaiah Yo to win it from the lock forward position. Nico Hines will be right up there. And it is, of course, his first season with the Cronulla Sharks. Only three players have won the Dalian medal in their first year with a new club. Freeman in 92, Thurston in 2005, and Todd Carney in 2010. So it's been more than a decade than someone that's, since someone has won it in their first season at a new club. Nico Hines could break that drought. The other guy that's a little bit of a smoky is Mitch Moses. He's had a tremendous season for the Parramatta Eels. He'll lead them into a grand final on Sunday afternoon. The last Parramatta Eels halfback to win the Dally M 
was Peter Sterling. He won it twice with his last medal, won in 1987. So a long time between drinks there for Parramatta Eels fans. The other one who I personally don't think he'll be able to win it, but he will be there and thereabouts, and he was close to the top when it went behind closed doors, is James Tedesco. James Tedesco is looking to become the, the first Rooster player to win two Dalian medals. So no Roosters ever won two Dalian medals before. We will talk about other guys that have won two Daliams very, very soon. Uh, and the last one is Dylan Edwards, who I think is a real smoky. I, I don't think he'll win it, but I think he'll be in the top five or so, and I think he would have collected a lot of points on the run home. Greg Alexander was the last Panthers player to win the Dally M way back in 1985. It has been a long 37-year wait since then. Now, it should be noted, obviously, Nathan Cleary's come second twice in the last three years or something like that, something ridiculous. Been very, very unlucky not to win one over the last two years. I think Craig Gower, he was also... Uh, supposed to win one. I think it might have been 2004. Do your own research. 04 or 03. He was meant to win it, but the award was abandoned that season. So, a little bit unlucky, that one, for the Penrith Panthers, but it has been a long time since the Panther has officially won. That was the great Brandy Greg Alexander. All right. Now, let's have a look through some other stats. We mentioned uh, that James Tedesco, if he wins, he will be... It'll only, it'll only be the second time uh, that a rooster has won two. There are a number of guys that have won two, but there's also a number of guys that have actually won back-to-back Dalian medals, which is pretty insane. The first one to do it, of course, was Peter Sterling. We mentioned before he won it in 1987. He also won it in 1986, so an incredible effort there from Peter Sterling. He went 86 and 87, and then, incredibly, Gavin Miller, he went 88 and 89. So between 1986 and 1989, there was only two guys that won Dalian medals. It should be noted as well, Gavin Miller, we've spoken about him a number of times on this podcast, one of our favorite players ever. He was a second rower. So as we said, not many forwards have won the Dalian medal. Obviously, there's been a few hookers, but not many front rowers, locks, uh, second rowers have won the Dalian medal. In fact, I think Gavin Miller might be the only second rower uh, that has won it in the entire time. Uh, Jason Tamalola, he won it. They've got him listed as a second rower, but he was sort of playing lock realistically. Uh, so Gavin Miller to win it two years in a row. An incredible effort there in 1988 and 1989. It should be noted that just before Sterling went on that run in 1984, Mick Potter won, won his. He was at fullback with the Canterbury Bulldogs. And then, what was it, seven years later, he won it with the St. George Illawarra Dragons as well. So I think he's the only guy to win it at two different clubs, which is pretty incredible. So he won two. The next guy to win two in a row was the great Andrew Johns. He won his in 1988 and 1999. It should be noted that between that, though, Cliff Lyons, he won it in 1990 and in 1994. So Cliffy Lyons, he did win it twice. But Joey, he went back-to-back in 1998 and 1999. The two years that it wasn't handed out, 97, obviously the Super League War, the winner of that year would have been Brad Fittler. I think they replaced it with the Optus something champion or something or other, and Freddie was voted the best player in the NRL that year. But of course, Freddie did retire without a Dalian medal to his name. 2003 was the other time 
that the Dalian medal was not handed out, and it is believed that Craig Gower would have won it that season. But yeah, Joey Johns, he obviously won it 98, 99. He also won it in 2002. So he won it over a five-year span. He won it three times, which is pretty bloody impressive. Uh, Danny Badiris, he won it in 2004. Another forward that won it, obviously a hooker. And then Cameron Smith, he won his first one in 2006. But in between those two, Jonathan Thurston, he won it in 2000. So that was his first season at the North Queensland Cowboys. He then won it. So he won it in 2005 for the first time, JT. He then won it in 2014. He had a tie there with Jared Hayne. He backed it up again in 2015. So Jonathan Thurston, another guy that's gone back-to-back there. A pretty incredible effort there by JT. In the midst of that, also won it in 2007. So what's he got? Four Dalian medals, Jonathan Thurston. Pretty incredible. Since then, since the last time Jonathan Thurston won, obviously Cooper Cronk, he had a tie with Jason Tamalolo in 2016. Cameron Smith, 2017. Roger Tulvasashek, 2018. James Tedesco, 2019. Jack White in 2020. And of course, last year, 2021, was Tommy Turbo. All right, let's get stuck into my predictions for tonight. So... My Dallium fullback of the year. For me, I think Teddy will go really close. I think he'll be up there, but I think Dylan Edwards will will probably just pip him. I think there'll be a number of guys that will probably steal points off Teddy. There will be for Dill as well. But I've just got a feeling he will get rewarded for all of his work over the last few years, and especially this season. So I'll take Dylan Edwards uh, to win the fullback of the year award. Latrell, a lot of people would have probably suggested him. you got to remember he missed a lot of football at the beginning of the season. He missed a heap smack in the middle of the year as well. So I probably think Latrell, I think he'll poll really well, especially in the back end. He'll make a late charge, but I don't think he'll get near the top three or so. But I think he might be able to sneak into the top ten because of his fast finish at the end of the season. Wingers. Really, really tough. I think Alex Johnson, you can lock him in for one of them, scoring 30 tries in a season. I think he has to be there. The other wing spot's wide open. Uh, some names that I'll throw up to you that I think have potential. Mulatalo, Corey Oates, Suwali'i, Taylor May, uh, Daniel Tupu. There's a heap of guys there that could win it. I do worry with Suwali'i. I know a lot of people have nominated him to win. You've got to remember, he didn't play the first few games of the year, so had a bit of a disadvantage. Uh, he's also in a team of superstars, and quite often throughout the year when he did well, uh, it obviously meant the guys inside him did really well, including Joey Manu, uh, your Luke Keery, Sam Walkers, these sort of guys, James Tedesco. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out for him. I'm confident AJ gets there. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Mulatalo does get there. Keep an eye on him. But one of Mulatalo, Oates, Suwali'i, Taylor May, or Daniel Tupu, I think, will get the gong on the wing. Centers, I think this is pretty straightforward. I think it will be Joey Manu. Uh, and this is where the Dallium Center of the Year or Dallium Positional uh, Awards can be tough because they are based on points. So you've also got to remember, like, it's hard for centers to collect a heap of daily end points. You have to have just outstanding games to get points. And Joey Manu, he had an, a lot of outstanding games playing fullback and 5'8", that I think he could have collected upward of, like, eight points playing in different positions, but they will count towards him as a center. So I'm confident Joey Manu gets there, and I think Val Holmes, he will be the other one from the North Queensland Cowboys. He's been incredibly consistent this year, and I think he will be there. Guys that will go close, I think Sifatalakai, he'll be up there. He's been very, very impressive this year. I also think Isaac Tungo from the Penrith Panthers, I think he deserves a shout, and I think he will do reasonably well as far as centers go. But I think Manu and Holmes, I don't think either of them will get anywhere near the actual Dalian medal. Um, so you probably won't even realize how many points they're on, but I think they'll be there. Center and wings are really tough. 
tough ones. I remember a couple of years ago, Joey Lelua, he got center of the year, and I think he had eight Dally M points. So they, they, they're just positions that don't tend to stack up too many points. You have to have unbelievable, outstanding games to get them at center. And even when you do, it tends to be a 5-8 or a fullback that puts you over for one or two meaties there, and they, they, they stack up a lot of stats and highlights. So it is a tough position. All right, 5-8. Uh, one that I'm really interested in how it goes, I think it's down to two names, Cameron Munster or Dylan Brown. Uh, I've had a look at other people. A lot of them have Cameron Munster in there, and obviously he's buoyed a little bit uh, by the games that he played at fullback where he absolutely killed it. But that's just the way that this um, this award works. I still think Munster, though, is more than worthy of winning it. I personally think Dill Brown might be – I wouldn't call him a smoky, but I think Munster would be the favourite. I wouldn't be surprised if Dill Brown does get it, to be honest with you. So 5-8 is going to be very interesting, as is halfback. Now, we'll come back to halfback later because personally, I think whoever wins Dally M halfback of the year probably takes home the Dally M medal, and I'd be very, very hesitant to, uh, to to announce that tonight in that order. I think I'd save it for the end. It's going to be wild because personally... I think Hunt and Hines, I think these two will be first and second as far as the Dally M medal goes. And I think there's a real world where second in the Dally M's could miss out on a Dally M positional award this year, which is crazy. Uh, We'll come back to that in a minute. Front row forwards. Now, a lot to choose from here. I've seen Regan Campbell-Gillard, Totola's, other people throw them around. Junior Bolo's been fantastic. Rhea Hargrave's been good this year. There's been a heap of guys that have really stood out. For me, though, I think Joey Tapanay is an absolute shit-in. Timmy Williams, he mentioned on uh, the Bloke in a Bar podcast the other day that he reckons there's a chance that Tapanay might sneak into the top five or so. Uh, they obviously won a lot of games on their run home, and he was the star in a lot of them. I'd say he would have got man of the match in probably 70% of them. So I think he'll shit in as far as front rowers go. And I reckon he might give the top five or so a bit of a shake as far as the Dalian medal. I would go with Joe Tapanay. My other one would be James Fisher-Harris. I think he would have collected a fair few uh, one and two pointers across the season. He's been solid and fantastic all year. So James Fisher-Harris and Joe Tapanay up front for me. Similar to 5'8", I think Hooker's going to be a really close one. It could go one of a few different ways. Uh, the three guys that I've got written down here, Api Curacao, Harry Grant, and Reese Robson. I think all three of those guys have been fantastic this year. Harry Grant, when he has his big games, he collects three points just about every single time. Uh, but I also think that Reese Robson's a real smoky. I, I don't know if you would call him a smoky, but I think that he's a guy that I think could win it. He had a, about a seven-week stretch there where he absolutely killed it. I think he would have picked up two or three men in the matches in that period there. So uh, I think Reese Robson might win it, actually, despite Appy and Harry Grant having great seasons and Grant sort of being the superstar in the position. Uh, I've got a feeling that Reese Robson might just bring it home because, once again, it is based off points, and I do think that Grant would have had a lot stolen off him earlier in the season by Pappy, uh, and then mid-season to the end by Cam Munster as well. Hughesy played a couple of good games in there, so I personally think that Robson, he might get the job done there at Hooker. Second row forward. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I've seen a lot of people that have said, oh, Lane and Isaiah Papali'i. Look, you've got to remember, once again, this is done off points. So I personally think that only one of them will get it, but there is a world where... Um 
they could actually steal enough points off each other that maybe they both finish top five, but neither of them finishes top two, four-second rolls, which would be devastating. So I think it could be Lane or Isaiah Papali. I think one of the two will be there. Personally, I think it'll be Sean Lane. And then the other one, I think it'll be Jeremiah Nanai, which we'll talk about him a little bit later, but he's had a cracking season. Guys that I think will go close, I think Hudson Young, he'll score pretty well. And I also think Viliami Kikau has had a tremendous season. He's a little smoky that I wouldn't be surprised if he actually wins. Um, maybe not second rower of the year, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the team of the year in the back row kick out. He's had a very good season. Lock forward, I think it has to be Isaiah Yo, which is uh, pretty unlucky because I think Cam Murray has been tremendous this year. But as we said, Isaiah Yo, uh, I think he won four of the five first man of the match awards for the Penrith Panthers. So straight away. He was on like 12 points after a few weeks. So going to be very, very hard to uh, wrap him up, to round him in. So I think Isaiah Yo, he'll be right up there with the best of them. Now, I'm not sure if they still do it or not, but the last few year or a few years ago, they were doing the best interchange player. I remember Jazz Tavunga won it one year. I remember that Brandon Smith won it another year. I'm not sure if they still do it. I haven't really seen it spoken about. But if they do, I think it comes down to two guys. Uh, and I think Scotty Sorensen is probably the pick because he's played as an interchange player all season. But the other one that's been tre- tremendous is Ryan Madison. Uh, he's come off the bench of the Parramatta Eels a lot this year. He's obviously started a bit as well, so I'm not sure if that'll hurt him as far as this award goes, uh, but I think that he's probably the best interchange player in rugby league right now, Ryan Madison, but I wouldn't be surprised if Scotty Sorensen wins this award, which I wouldn't push back on at all. If it is still an award, I'm not actually sure, to be honest with you. Alright, Captain of the Year. Captain of the Year for me, I'd probably go with the Cowboys captains, Chad Townsend and Jason Tamalolo. They'd probably be my picks. But three guys that I think could be smokies for it. I think Clint Gutherson to get his team all the way to an NRL grand final and finish top four. Very, very impressive. I think Ben Hunt for a team that didn't make the top eight, that, you know, this team probably should have been a bottom three, bottom four team if it wasn't for him. He's carried this team incredibly well this season, went away for a state of origin, came back. He'd be absolutely exhausted, Ben Hunt, but he's put in week in, week out. I wouldn't be shocked to see him get it. The other one is Cam Murray, who uh, lost Wayne Bennett, lost Adam Reynolds, became the captain of the South Sydney Rabbitohs at age 24, and I think he's had a tremendous season. A couple of injuries here and there, but I think he's been fantastic. So I wouldn't rule any of those guys out, but if I had to pick my favourites, I would probably go Chad and Lolo as captains of the Cowboys, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Ben Hunt get it for what he did for the Dragons. And Gutho and Murray, I think they'll be close to it as well. Uh, You can never rule out, obviously, Nathan Cleary and Isaiah Yo, but I just, I feel like they will go in a different direction after Nathan Cleary's um, suspensions and injured at the start of the year. I probably think they'll go with one of these other guys. Coach of the year, it has to be Toddy Payton. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, anticipated the Cowboys to finish dead last this year. At best, I thought they could finish maybe 12th. For them to finish third on the NRL ladder and make it to a prelim final, Todd Payton is an absolute shit in there. And we will continue with the North Queensland Cowboys theme with the Rookie of the Year, I think it will go to Nanai from the North Queensland Cowboys, the back rower there. I think he'll be the red-hot favourite, obviously, when and played at State of Origin, did really well there, especially the decider in Game 3. I thought he was one of the best on the ground. Scored a stack of tries this year. He was fantastic, and as the season went on, he really did sort out his defence, which was very impressive, a huge improvement there. So Nanai, he's probably my pick. All right, let's go to back to Dalian, halfback of the year. 
year. Um, and that will be my Dallium medal winner as well. I think it comes down to two guys, Nico Hines or Ben Hunt. To be honest with you, I really am undecided on this one. I'm probably leaning towards Nico Hines, to be honest with you. I probably think Nico Hines will just get it done. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to Ben Hunt or Hines. What I will say, and I said it before, it is very disappointing that the guy that probably finishes second in the Dallium medal, which I think will be one of these two, I think one will be the winner, one will come second, probably misses out on a positional award this year, which would be a tough little pill to swallow when you consider the halfbacks in the NRL. Very, very tough to win this award. Uh, very Even tougher to win a Dallium medal. So to come second in the Dallium medals and not get uh, a positional award would be a very, very tough gig there. I'm going to go with Nico Hines. I know people are pretty split between Hunt and Hines. I'm going to lean slightly towards Hines, though. We'll try and do a live reaction a little bit later tonight once the Dalliams are done and dusted to have a reflection on all the awards and go through those and give our live reaction to them. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 